This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. I'm Kelly Anderson, and I'm joined this week by Carl Hoppe, NDSU Extension Livestock Specialist. Now, summers usually are very mild in North Dakota compared with some of our southern states, but hot, humid days do occur in North Dakota, and they can be dangerous or even deadly for cattle. So, Carl, what are some of the health issues that are caused by added heat and humidity? Cattle can withstand a fair amount of heat. Part of it's based on what type of genetics they're made of. If we're from the southern region, there'll be some Brahma cattle mix in with them. But our northern region cattle are pretty much English breed or continental breed cattle that don't have a lot of Bos Indicus cattle involved. We do have to worry about heat stress in our cattle in North Dakota and the surrounding states. It's a combination of hot days and humidity. We actually have calculations and indexes that we can look at to identify just how severe it can be. When heat stress occurs, cattle try to sweat and then they pant. You know, a dog pants to cool off. When you see that happen in cattle, cattle are actually in severe heat stress. and That's not a good thing. They need an opportunity to cool off. And one way they handle that is by finding shade. They'll look for uh, wind. They'll find a water trough. If they're out in a the pasture, they'll go take a dip or a swim in whatever water thing they have. If there's a boggy area, they'll go stand in the wet, boggy area just so their feet are wet and helps cool them off. The stress side of it is, is animals can die. Whenever there's too much heat stress, that can happen. If there's a little bit of heat stress, they go off feed. They don't eat as much. So if you're in a feed yard, your average daily gain is going to be less. Your feed conversions are going to be poorer. Anytime an animal goes through heat stress, you run the risk of animals that have had prior lung damage will show up with heat stress earlier, or they can end up with pneumonia if there's other issues going on. So it's pretty taxing on a cattle to have that much humidity and heat. The next thing is cattle can withstand one hot day. Not too bad, especially in our northern regions where it cools off at night. When it cools off, that's below 72 degrees. During the daytime, if it gets above whatever heat humidity index, and that can be found at a website that's sponsored by the National Weather Service and the USDA Department of Ag, it's called the heat stress forecast for cattle. Texas is uh, in severe heat stress, and the northern plains up here is in moderate, with parts near Canadian border just being pretty darn comfortable for beef cattle. So knowing what type of beef cattle you have certainly helps. Cattle that are uh, white-heighted will have more reflectivity and not be as hot as cattle that are black-heighted. Cattle that have long hair will tend to suffer more than cattle that are slicked off and lost their winter hair coat. So it's good to know what type of genetics you have and see the condition of the cattle out there. Wind certainly helps and man-made shelter can certainly help. If you're in a feedlot situation, I always encourage if you're going to have a hot day, be sure to wet down the surface of the pen rather than irrigating like a rainstorm amongst the cattle because that adds humidity and humidity plus heat is damaging to the animal. If we have one heat day, we can handle it. Two heat days, be prepared. Third heat day, we need to be after it because that's severe heat stress for our northern cattle. In northern cattle, we tend to have a lot of windbreak protection around our feedlots because of the severe winters we have. That's actually detrimental for our summertime situation because we need airflow moving through the feedlot. So if they're in a feeding pen and there's no air movement, maybe we have to move them out of that pen to a different area. And doing it proactively early in the morning rather than waiting until, wow, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and they're really panning. One thing I haven't said yet is they need adequate access to drinking water. If you have enough drinking water, at least two inches of running water trough space for the cattle is needed, and they can either drink, slobber, or just stand by the water, whatever it takes, but that'll help them cool off. If you ever see a cow panting like a dog, we have problems. 
Carl, where can producers go if they'd like more information on heat stress in cattle? Our North Dakota State University Extension has a publication called Dealing with Heat Stress in Beef Cattle Operations. You can look for that on our website or Google that. The other thing we can look for is a heat stress forecaster with the National Weather Service that's sponsored by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which is helpful and it's updated on a daily or hourly basis. All right. And of course, you can always contact your local county extension agent or extension specialist for more assistance. Thank you for your time today, Carl. This has been Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension.